0: You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, a TV Roundup Commentary. (laughs) Boom! (laughs)
1: thank you law welcome to binge media's tv roundup commentary for house of the dragon episode five what's this one called jack
2: it's called we light the way
1: we light the way okay for episode five we light the way and we are all queued up on the hbo intro stinger and uh i think
2: we're right after that actually
1: oh we're right after that perfect and um, we'll count down three, two, one, and then on go we'll hit play. Here we go. Three, two, one, right. go!
2: Boom! Look at that. Um, commentaries. Uh, a lot of silliness last week with uh, with law. That was some good shit. Um Silliness, you say? So you, well, a little bit. A little bit. Um. <laughs> But you, you, it, it, so obviously we all turn to you because you're kind of the guru here, right? Like you know this world, you're into the lore, you're into it. deep so deep, oh my God, mm. um, deeper than any of the rest of us. So you kind of know what's what here, um, but you were saying that you think this is still Dragonstone, possibly. But I, I was wondering if you had an idea of what else this opening could be. Dude,
1: I have no clue. Yeah. Yeah, again, I haven't read up on anything. I probably should. But, you know, like the stuff that that I listen to, you know, all the, the Game of Thrones podcasts, you know, uh, Game of Thrones, sure, yeah. History of Westeros, Radio Westeros. Um, they do such a good job of, like, detailing everything. Um, and also they're highly opinionated. And I'm pretty secure yeah. in my opinions, but they tend to whitewash a lot of stuff. They're not like okay. super, super critical um, or I think honest with themselves when it comes to like criticizing some of the show. And I I, I take that from yeah. like going through the whole Game of Thrones journey with them, you
2: know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I definitely got a little bit of a feel of that, too. Because, I mean, you'll remember. You re- recommended a few shows to me. I, fortunately, recommended one that ended terribly. Uh, that is Binge Mode. Don't ever listen to Binge Mode on the Rigger Network. That right. sucks. Mm-hmm. Those people suck. And they're bad at what they do. Um, but, uh, yeah. I mean, there's there's so much out there that I think... And and I think this happens with other properties too. But you know, people just get so dug in on the the property that they're into that they're they're sort of judging it on a different scale than maybe we are mm-hmm. at times. Um, you know, they're they're coming at it from the angle of I love this thing without uh, w- without any qualifications, and this is the thing that I'm into. Whereas you know, a lot of us are, are saying, well, I mean, if this sucks, then at least I've got a decent episode of Lord of the Rings next week or, or like something else to look forward to, right? Right, so, yeah,
1: we kind of move on um, a little bit.
2: Yeah, so I, fe- I do feel like some of those podcasts and things, while I really like having different perspectives, mm. they do get a little echo chamber-y. Uh, that's, yeah, opinion.
1: that's what I'm afraid of.
2: Yeah. I've actually avoided the subreddit completely. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. One of my brothers has sent me some memes from Free Folk that have made me laugh, but you know, I, I don't even nice. want to—I don't even want to sub to that because it's not—they they tend to spoil shit because they're just Free Folk.
1: You know? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. They don't give a fuck, I, I, dude. I completely forgot about <laughs> Free Folk, the Free Folks subreddit. Reddit. Some of the funniest
2: free- bastards on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> there was one. I don't, I don't. I think I said it to you. I don't. I don't want to go on there because again, I don't. Want, I really don't want anything spoiled. I'm just kind of. I'm. I'm stepping my way through this series. I'm enjoying it so far. But there was a fucking meme my brother sent me. Mm. It's. Uh. It's Viserys. <laughs> it's got the subtitle. Do you want to go look at the tapestries with him laughing and his eyes are just like big bobby bees. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the fucking laser eyes.
0: Oh,
2: uh, so good.
1: Oh, now yeah. Damon Targaryen is uh th- he has two great walks into a scene mm-hmm. in this episode. It's this one and then during the wedding. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He uh so uh, minor quibble. Yeah. That uh that hood looks like he's wearing a fucking helmet underneath. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. It's a uh, big. Yeah, it's huge. Holy shit. Yeah. It's a little bit big. I'm thinking his hair was done in a certain way, and they needed to, like, get this shot done late on a Tuesday, and they're just like, all right, don't don't fuck up the hair, but, like, let's just... Let's just... <laughs>
1: this sounds right. Yeah. Um, so this is House Royce. He was married into House Royce. Yeah.
2: So, I'm just talking this through again. I don't know the story, but I... I he is doing what he can to... Further, his ability to get a legitimate claim at this point, right, or at least like so doubt in Rainier's claim. I-, I-, I think that's the angle he's going for here. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, well, I'm a little d- confused by his motivations. I guess is what I'm what I'm trying to say. I'm, yeah, not, I'm yeah, not really yeah, yeah. sure what he's
1: doing. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, he does want power. It seems. Yeah. So, um, you know, his wife. ...is the heir to uh, Runestone, which is the the seat of House Royce. Okay. And, um, you know, with the, taking her out helps him on a couple of different levels... ...because he's out of his marriage that he fucking hates being in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he's got a seat of power. And it's in you a... Know. So House Royce is... They're, they're like the... They worship the old gods, right? So they're, mm-hmm. they're from the east... But they still have that like – because they worship the old gods, they kind of fall in line with kind of the, the mindset and thought process of like the north. So they weren't – as far as I remember, they were not – no, they were not Targaryen supporters because the runestone is ruled by the Erie, which as we know from Game of Thrones is the little boy king, Robert Arryn. Yes. Or the uh, little lord. Um <clears throat> so they're the uh, they're the vassals of the Arryns. Okay, but it's still legitimate. So by saying that, now that gives the Targaryens a foot in the east, which they typically mm-hmm. everybody's under the Seven Kingdoms is under the king's rule. But you know they're still the people that don't like the Targaryens. Okay. So he gets a little bit of power there, but I think he's still pretty altruistic as far as uh supporting his niece that he tried to bang
2: well yes uh yes there's <laughs> <laughs> not much to not much to <laughs> add to that but uh yeah i just uh, you know it's it's funny I'm, I'm kind of in a mode right now um with the show where Are you in binge mode Oh boy. Um I'm I'm really enjoying what I'm getting and I'm I find I'm not really digging much deeper mm-hmm. than just what are you giving me? You know, I'm not I'm not trying to call something out before it happens. I'm not trying to figure anything out. I'm not I, I don't know. I'm I'm not I'm not specifically trying to to solve the riddle of, like, whatever's going to happen next year. Yeah, yeah. Um, when,
1: when's the last time you did that in terms of, you know, not trying to be so active in watching this? In terms of trying to figure things out and predict, predict where oh, storylines are going?
2: I, I mean, just because it was impossible for us not to, I feel like on our salt commentaries, you know? It's just, like, you spend so much time with series... And you know how it's got to end, and you know where it needs to go. So it was kind of difficult to not fall into that trap there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, whereas with this, I, yeah, I, again, it's that whole like prequel moving target thing for me. Like I, it's just really good acting. I, I'm, I feel while this is way more focused than Thrones was in the beginning, it <laughs> just feels like early Thrones. It feels like it's a brutal story. Um, it, it's, it's showing me things from the series that I hadn't seen in this light before. It's giving me context for, you know, certain houses and locations that I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of, a lot of little things like that. A lot of little things, um, that I'm just kind of, I'm just here for the ride at this point. It's, it's, I think it's doing a pretty good job. <sighs> yeah so it's a fucking
1: welcome series for you after saul then for sure i think so yeah what do you think of high tide era on on drift mark
2: now I, i'm liking high tide High tide's uh, awesome. this looks like my kind of fucking uh fucking castle you know mm-hmm. uh Lots of open space, uh, from what I can tell. The one thing I'm going to say, though, yeah, is the hair pieces. This episode, they're a little off the chain. They're a little off the chain. Everybody. Um, what is what? What is Rainier's uh, betrothed? J. La- La- Loris or Lainor? La- 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 Lainor. Yeah.
1: Lainor. Yeah.
2: Lainor. hairpiece. It uh, it's just ironic that we just talked about heat. It looks like it's out of heat. It, it is completely slicked back. It looks oh, like yeah. Ashley Judd with dreads. It's that. Kind Ooh, of thing. I like
1: that comparison. That's nice.
2: Yeah, yeah. Except for on a man, it looks way worse. <laughs> but I mean, maybe Jim Law would be into it. I don't know. We'll have to find out later. But uh, yeah, it's it's not a good look. <laughs> now, judging by how this episode ends in mm-hmm. something that Law said on the commentary last week, it seems like we're about to get the time jump and some roles are going to change. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Big time. So... Yeah, because the I, queen here, Allison, she has a pretty big arc this episode, right? I mean, she right. starts off, she's got she's wearing the dragon colors, and I forget how they put it in the book, but, um, you know, the, the end where she walks in with a green dress, you know, establishing that she's she's really fighting for she's her it. house in the high towers. Right. Um I forget I forget the way they put it in the in the book. It's something like and then a hush flew over the room as the queen walked in with her green dress. Like that it's a big deal for yeah. the uh the matriarch and the queen to you can have like um what do they call it? like a quartered, uh, like a quartered flag or whatever? So, like mm-hmm. for example, the Baratheons would have you know the crown stag, or Joffrey would have the crown stag and the Lannister lion, and like that's mm-hmm. acceptable to do that to, to honor both houses. But to just completely throw you know the the king's family under the bus is like a h- huge deal in this world.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I I'm glad you said that because I felt as though some of the context of that was was a little bit missing when I watched the episode. Like mm. I, I didn't I didn't put together, and maybe this is partially because uh, you know, I, I mean I, I am a little bit colorblind. It's not that I can't see color; it's just like some shades are tough. Yeah. So I when when the guy says he's like oh uh, you know approaches in green or something that mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't even register in my mind as a thing like I didn't I, I wasn't paying attention to the color of her dress you know like I, mm-hmm, I didn't understand mm-hmm. why that was such a big deal in that moment uh, but that's interesting that you, yeah, you bring it yeah, up yeah. So. and you know when they introduce the high towers, which is
1: like she she thanks her uncle when she finally does show up but earlier in that scene when she when, when the high towers show up they're all in green I don't know if that's something you noticed too
2: Got it, got it, okay.
1: Yeah, so just keep an eye out on that. Um, the dude that the queen was just talking to in the godswood, mm-hmm. that's Laris, Laris, uh, well, fuck. Laris Strong. So he's the son of the current hand. Got it. And uh, Sir Harwin is also part of that that brood. And we see him okay. later just, fucking, just l- aren't l- uh, fucking living up to his nickname. Of uh, yeah. Sir Breakbones. Hmm.
2: Lord Corliss. Now, Lord Corliss, his yeah. uh, his dreads, his situation. I'm all for this. I'm all for this. It's it's, uh, it's like uh, stately.
1: It's like elder statesman yes. of Dreadville. Very, very, very. He's like, oh my non-fingers, he, uh, fucking hurt.
2: <laughs> Fucking bitch! How how y'all doing? Yeah, not good, not good. Uh, having uh, having a heck of a time here, cousin. Heck of a time, let me tell you. who's does this guy look like? Corliss or
1: uh, uh, Lionel, the Hand of the King.
2: You know he an he actor had a that... familiar look to him, yeah, he but I doesn't. I didn't think of anything in particular, just... He has, like, a general, just white dude face. Kind of. He has the kind of face that, like, if you were to shave it and, you know, make him bald and put, like, a trucker hat on, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, he'd be right at home in, like, any uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre sequel. Definitely.
1: Hey, the fucking Targaryens not a dress though
2: like look at that cloak the king is wearing it's fucking great oh it, it, you, you, you just said stately about Corlys yeah. uh, uh Viserys is uh, you know he's, he's not doing too well but he's, he's kingly as fuck I mean you gotta give him that his mm-hmm. his demeanor to me is has never been kingly in In the way that, I don't know, kings that we've seen in Thrones have acted. Yeah. But he definitely acts the part and, like, looks the part when he needs to. (laughs) Yeah, that reminds me of fucking...
1: Remember when King Bobby B. slapped Cersei?
0: (laughs) And she, like, holds her face.
1: But, like, in terms of King Lee, she holds her face. She goes, I'll wear, like, a badge of honor. And he goes... You wear it in silence, or I'll honor you again. And then she just pieces out. She leaves. And, he's, and he grabs the wine. And when she leaves, he grabs the wine. And he's like, oh, Ned. He's like, shouldn't have done that. It's not... Kengli. <laughs> As his fucking belly is sticking out of there, he just slapped his wife. He's just drunk all the fucking time.
2: It wasn't... Kengli. That's where he fucking drew the line. He, you know, it, it's... It's one of those things... So, you know, for the most part, that show was great. It had, you know, some shitty stuff in it, but there was there was some great stuff there. Absolutely. God damn it! Did did any character loom larger than Big Bobby B?
1: No, not at all. Fucking a man. It's one of those things that you look back on and go, you know, even like people in the in universe will look back and go, you know, he wasn't so he wasn't so bad. Yeah, did was horror yeah. around. Yeah, fucking didn't pay attention to his um, not kids. Right were incest babies he let that happen but
2: but but who doesn't am i right all right guys Mm -hmm. remember those white hair motherfuckers i
1: took out how about all those motherfuckers Mm -hmm. yeah there's got to be a time jump because we need Aegon to get older Mm -hmm. to be a claimant surprised like since Aegon the Conqueror there's been I think five kings or something like that and this is the first time somebody's named the son Aegon he's only the second hmm. like the the <laughs> The Gotti family didn't have that problem. Every fucking one of their sons is like John Gotti. Even the ones that, like, remember the growing up Gotti kids? Their last names weren't even Gotti. But they were like John, Gotti, and then whatever their last name was. It's like, Jesus Christ.
2: Now, you, again, story uh, story knower here, of the two of us. Um, We know there's going to be a time jump, but I guess my question is, how much of a time jump is it going to be? Because, uh, you know, there was a certain progression in Thrones when you first see Daenerys. She looks very young, Mm -hmm. and we we follow her journey throughout the series. But over time, you, you really see her, like, gain respect, gain clout, gain status. And it does really great things for her... Character and I would say like Amelia Clark is a performer, you know. Like it, it, there's something to be said for following her as Daenerys the whole time. And she got better um, as an
1: actress over time too.
2: Right. Yeah. She's right. by no means
1: an amazing actress, but she she got right, better over time with that with that role. Yeah.
2: And sometimes a role just you know they, they, an actor or actress spends enough time in it and it, it they, they figure it out. You know, I think mm-hmm. she really figured that out. Yeah. 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 I'm really curious to see how jarring this is going to be, you know, because if we're – and, like, who they decided to change and who mm-hmm. they decided to keep the same. Because for my money, I've kind of gotten used to Rainier and Alicent now. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. totally. Their performances have forced them to grow up as, as characters, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I just wonder, like, was there a hard line for Martin and the showrunners where they said, okay, uh, these four characters, we have to age up, and it's just going to be awkward for an episode, but we have to do it. Like, yeah. what? where was that line,
1: you know? <laughs> Absolutely. I also think it's something that Martin learned when he wrote Fire and Blood, you know, and also the short stories, whatever, but um, from mm-hmm. the main series, the Song of Ice and Fire series, because he famously... Had put a five year time jump from after mm-hmm. book three going into book four because he wanted them all to be uh aged to the point where they're like full grown. Uh, you know, Rob, not 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 Rob, but um, you know, Sansa would be you know getting close to ruling in the east, Danny would be queen, and she would have you know, she she would be an adult who's had, you know, x amount of years under her belt of ruling so she would be getting, you know, smarter and smarter. Uh Arya mm-hmm. would be, you know, the, it, even deadlier assassin with 5 years of training. But he found out Right. he found out when he introduced newer characters um in from different parts of the world that it was just impossible to do that. So he abandoned mm-hmm. that and that's why everyone's like still super young. Here though, yeah, just fucking say there's a time jump.
2: <laughs> it's not a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So that's probably a tough thing. It's a tough lesson to learn, though, right? I mean, oh yeah, yeah uh, totally. I'm, I'm sure that if, so, you know, uh, Star Wars, right? I I think, and maybe I'm way, maybe I'm wrong, but I think if Lucas could have gone back and and like, maybe replanned that out a little better, mm-hmm. um, I gotta think he would have maybe baked in some longer time gaps in between those movies. Because I think that, like, Star Wars into Empire works, Empire into Jedi works, but if you had more time there, or, or, you know what, I I would even say this, I think if they had planned the prequel, or the uh, the sequel movies better, and you had more of a time jump in between, Mm -hmm. then people would have less of an issue with stuff like, you know, Rey having all these powers that we've never seen before within, like, days of... Right. picking up a yeah, lightsaber. Yeah. You know? yeah, that makes sense. Like, like, I think some stories actually would call for... Uh, would, would really do well to, I don't know, bake that in and not necessarily follow every step of characters' journeys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, look, look at his hair, dude. It is perfectly slicked back to the point where He's almost vertical, like horizontal, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it still isn't coming down. Like that's
1: yeah, it's not coming terrible. down from the top, right? Mm. Mm. I wonder what he's using to push that back.
2: I like dragon jizz or something.
1: Well, some kind of jizz. Well, clearly, <laughs> he see smoke jizz. Pretty much.
2: <laughs> um. Okay. So. Uh, where you know this is midseason. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say uh, midseason MVP for me. Yeah. I really fucking like Sir Kristen Cold. Uh, yeah, he's awesome. He's uh, he, he's 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 a pretty morally pure character. Um, I, I you know there's uh, I, I don't know the, the whole idea of like chastity in the name of service is just a, to me is fucking ridiculous. So mm-hmm. I, I I throw that out the window personally. It might be out of line with. Martin's idea of chivalry and the old ideas of chivalry, you know, I don't fucking yeah. care. That doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. Like, let a guy get his rocks off. He's going to fucking try and die for you, you know, like Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I just like his intentions. I really like this conversation where he's just like, I have nothing but this cloak. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it works. It, 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 I'm digging this character.
1: Yeah, absolutely. This is all important, too, uh, for the show because in the book he doesn't really have a lot of screen time like he's talked about he's talked about in like the second and third person he has some lines but not a whole lot not not compared to a lot of of the other characters and he, he yeah. he's a you know as we see here he's, he's a pretty big player
2: So, obviously, in Thrones, we had a lot of arranged marriages, and we had situations that evolved from those marriages and choices, and choices between legacy and duty and honor and actually following what you want to do with your life. Yeah. But um, it's funny. This whole Rhaenyra storyline is actually hammering that home in a way that I I hadn't really thought too deeply about before. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like this whole Targaryen lineage thing, I must have heirs, it's it's not a matter of what I want. It's what has to happen. All of that stuff. um, It just makes me really happy. I don't live in a time where this is socially accepted, you know?
1: (laughs) Be a fucking pain in the ass. Unless you were a Targaryen, right? (laughs) It's great. If you're a Targaryen, I I guess so. (laughs) Or maybe like if you were the second son of a Targaryen, Right? Like you'd be you'd be fucked. You'd have to uh hope that your brother dies or <laughs> I mean that's a best case scenario for you.
2: Like if you if you have those aspirations to become king. I also just I would like to find the character in this series who is just content at being in the background. Right? Like everybody is constantly vying for ultimate power, but it's almost like they, I don't know, nobody realizes that, oh, actually, you know what, maybe there's like a comfortable, cushy position to the side here, where Mm -hmm. nobody gives a fuck what I'm doing, and I can just, you know, uh, go out i can visit the brothels all i want i can drink at night mm-hmm. in the daytime maybe i'm like the seventh seat on the small council you know like i think it'd be that a good wouldn't hed- be a bad thing to aspirate to you know i think it'd be a good hedge night yeah
1: there you right? go You're just fucking night for hire that, that's what those dunk and egg books are uh, books are about you know dunk is a hedge night and they just fucking go on adventures yeah they link up with a you know, like a, one of the smaller lords. They fucking handle disputes and stuff.
2: Mm. I just feel like there there's some bones to be made there. You know, definitely. We don't we don't see any of those characters, <laughs> or at least not yet. Or at least, well, I shouldn't say oh, that. Yes. We haven't really followed those characters. You know? mm-hmm. But again, if it's me and i'm developing this universe for hbo man i'm <laughs> i'm developing a couple of those other stories and just just expand the universe you know just tell story maybe maybe do a, a fucking hedge night series you know uh, well, it's, yeah it's one of the properties that they option that hbo optioned.
1: that that could be a that's just a fucking fun fun story man He's Hmm. supposed to do, like, nine Dunkin' Egg novellas. Who knows if he's Hmm. ever going to fucking do that, but, like, so much of those... Even those novellas, like, hinge on him finishing A Song of Ice and Fire. (laughs) So he just fucking wrote himself into a corner in
2: multiple ways. Yeah, so we'll never see any of that. No. One thing I am curious about is the... Um, the upcoming Dune series. Mm-hmm. So they're doing. I think it's the. Uh, I think it's called the Sisterhood, but it's all about the Benny Gesserits. Oh, nice! And if that does well, then the idea is that they're going to keep expanding Dune for HBO. Mm-hmm. Um, which seems like an awesome universe to to do that kind of thing for. But I'm I'm just going to be really interested to see which of these properties does this correctly you know whether it's Star Wars that does like true universe building spin-off, not direct sequel not direct prequel like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. move to the side you know um if it's this if it's potentially Lord of the Rings I, I don't know but one of them one of them's gonna figure it out and I think whichever one does that's gonna be the next big trend in streaming um you know, make, and, they'll, and they'll probably fucking refer to them as, like, side quills. you know? It's going to happen. It's uh, going to happen.
1: I think this has a really good shot, man. I really dig it so far. There, there's not really a whole lot that I can be super critical of. And, I, I'm, you know, that's, that's the lens I watched this through is a very critical eye because I just love these stories yeah. so much.
2: Yeah, I mean, the King's Guard uniform is fantastic without the helm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if I'm starting any RPG game, I'm pretty much making my character look like Sir Kristen Cold every time.
1: I feel like that's... You gotta work up to that. You can't... That can't be, like, right out of the gate that's gonna be your armor. You gotta fucking level up, son. That's a well, level up kind of... Look, you're talking about the Kingsguard, the finest knights in all the
0: realm.
2: Well, you you know how it goes. Yeah. You create your character, and they show you what he looks like with the best armor, and then they start you, and you you have, like, a fucking rag, and, like, maybe a club, and some sort of mask, and it's like, okay, go figure it out.
1: The fucking wooden sword? yeah
2: exactly. <laughs> it breaks after you use it like yeah. six times you're just like fuck man. it's like Property no, Brothers gotta, it's
1: like that show Property Brothers they show you a really great house you're like fuck it yeah I want this one they're like this is like ten times your budget let yeah, me show you what exactly. you could afford <laughs> and it's just a trash can
2: ugh terrible just terrible
1: there's gotta be a servant who's wow look at all those dicks back there Jesus <laughs> That's hilarious! What the oh, fuck? I'm counting at least three. <laughs> that was a chain of dicks. Dick chain. That's a dick chain. That's a Dick Cheney right there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's You're a the former VP right there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's what it's what we call in the brothels a flea bottom, a former VP. <laughs> What's that, Dick Cheney? What do you think it is? It's three dicks right there, obviously.
2: It's that? Not- is that, is that a Dick Cheney hanging on the wall?
1: <laughs> Look at the guy on top. How He's getting it it in. Get Look at that shit. Uh, that
2: tapestry. Uh, get some. Hell yeah. I mean, how many of those do you need in one room? <laughs> Dicks or tapestries? Either. Oh. Oh, fuck. Are these the tapestries <laughs> that Viserys was talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that meme's way funnier now. <laughs> I gotta find that shit Oh god Oh where the fuck is it right. here we go Here we go there it is (laughs) fucking free folk oh my god (laughs) oh that's great
1: the fact that Damon's head is down laughing too is just fucking hysterical too because he knows exactly what he's talking about that's fucking awesome (laughs)
2: Yeah. So here, okay. Let me uh, let me do some quick math here. So hmm. you've got Allison, who is. Uh, let's see here, and obviously this is the actress. She's playing a role. Blah blah blah. But if I can, if I can find her, okay. So she is. Uh, okay, so she's 19 years old, right? Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. The actresses? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's 19 years old. Olivia Cook is 29 years old, so it's a 10-year age difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, uh, I don't know. That that's like pretty close, you know. I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. What do you mean? Well, they're ju- okay. So whatever the time jump is, they picked an actress that's ten years older for right. the next role. Right.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, it. I guess my my thing is like, is that necessary?
1: You know, or could she still just play an older version of herself or whatever? Yeah, an aged version. I mean, yeah, because it's not that fucking much.
2: Mm. It's a weird... It's it's an interesting choice. It Mm -hmm. might be a weird choice. I don't know yet.
1: It's going to be interesting to see how they handle the major events that happened over the the time jump, which I think has got to be like 10 years. If if Aegon's, what, like two or three or four or something like that, he needs to be at least... I think they say, like, 15-year man-grown. Yeah. See, 10 years, at least. It'd be yeah. interesting to see how they handle, like, major events throughout that time jump. How how mm-hmm. they, like, sprinkle that in. Because if the time jump is next episode, like, a lot of the dynamics are going to change.
2: I mean, it has the potential to almost be a different show, in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, again knowing nothing but for as much as happened so far in this series I, I, don't, I don't know I'm, I'm fascinated by I'm really I'm really fascinated by the structure of whatever this season ends up being like I, I, I don't I can't think of another show that's done something like this
0: mm-hmm
1: what about quantum leap a lot of time jumps in that show a lot of leaps in that show I actually never watched it. I have no idea. Always gonna be jumping on my dick, don't you?
2: Always gonna be jumping on it.
1: Okay. That's actually a quote from uh, Lenor Valerian. <laughs> <laughs> you always gotta be jumping on my dick, huh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dragons.
1: Fuck yeah. These badass motherfuckers.
2: Nice wide shots of the Dragon Riders, Mm -hmm. though. Gotta Mm -hmm. keep that budget down, son. Oh, yeah.
1: I think their fucking harnesses are silly. A little bit. They're like uh, bobsleds on top of a fucking dragon. (laughs) What is this, fucking Cool Runnings? Fucking the Red Keep edition? Get out of here.
2: So, the one thing that I... I, It's impossible to not notice after watching Lord of the Rings. Mm Mm-hmm. The di- the visual difference between the two shows is staggering. Like this show, I, I think watching this, you have a standard for what looks good. Right? There's a like, high yeah, show looks green, looks by the way. Got it. Come Got on. It. But you have a standard <clears throat> for what looks good here, right? Like, mm-hmm. given what we know about Thrones before it, mm-hmm. obviously they've stepped up. Technology always moves forward. Cameras get a little bit better. Resolution gets better. All that stuff you put this next to lord of the rings and granted i think they spent like three or four times the budget okay but holy fuck does that look 10 times better than this damn it's it is it's wild it's absolutely wild i don't know should i move it up the docket? <laughs> I would just wait until the season's out, because I'm, I'm doing it episode by episode, but mm-hmm. I'm finding it tough to balance this and that at the same time.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. And also, I don't want to yeah. play the comparison game, too. Not not exactly. that, you know, anything negative... You were saying anything negative. It was just like, no, no, it's, no. it's I... three times the budget. Of course, it's going to look better. But um, I don't want to fucking do the comparison game right now, because everybody else is doing that shit. I don't want to do that.
2: I think it's also... The kind of thing where like it sort of is a it's like a fuller meal like I I I think that this is a little bit easier to digest because you have the family names you have the locations and Mm -hmm. you know what it's going to build to rings is like millennia before the movies so right, there right, are right. things to latch on to but you're also seeing a completely different world that you now have to learn a lot about right up front you know but,
1: but same uh-huh. species of inhabitants of
2: middle earth right you got your orcs you got your dwarves you elves yep absolutely Man. and you are going to be on continents that you were in in the movies but that like you you understand that the stuff that you see in the movies has been war torn and sundered for hundreds if not thousands of years
1: yes 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 so when they they pass through at the end of fellowship when they pass through like the guardians or whatever Mm -hmm. and like in the boats like that kind of stuff you probably see it like in its heyday or whatever
2: I love that shit. Uh, here, here's what I would do. I know we're talking ring, uh, we're talking Thrones, uh, Dragon here, but if I were to recommend the Rings show to anybody, I think the best thing to do mm. get yourself a nice rewatch of the trilogy, and then jump into the series because oh, nice. There yeah, is I, uh... there is such. That, I, I don't know. I, it, it's only through three episodes for me, but. And and you know they could always fumble the ball. I'm not saying that it's, it's like the greatest thing I've ever seen, but mm-hmm. the type mm-hmm. of reference and reverence that they have for the movies, I, I think they're they're really they understand that they they can't fuck that up. Yeah, you yeah, know? that's awesome. So it's it's been pretty good so far. It's a very like Runly Baratheon,
1: Sir Loras Tyrell kind of relationship there.
2: Oh yeah, this is the shit. And that, oh yeah, and again that's Lenor. Lenor, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. He's the heir.
2: Yeah, Lainor's Lenor's La- boy. He's uh, him him and Lenor have some pretty nice tunics in this episode, this moment, this uh, scene rather. Yeah. I mean, I wear that shit. Yeah, th-
1: th- um, Matt Smith is definitely growing on me. Yeah, that was just a fucking badass entrance. Yeah. (laughs) It's a very Theon-esque, like, always smiling thing. And you just know he's, you know, like, just sarcastic and being a smartass in his head, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. It's
1: like the way Martin writes about Theon in the books is like, he had that smirk as if he was laughing at a joke that only he knew. You know, which makes other people feel uncomfortable because it's like, what the fuck are you laughing at? You know,
2: mm. this hall reminded me so much of the great hall in Harry Potter. Mm hmm. Same thing. Same layout. Uh I think the one in Harry Potter is probably larger, but yeah, like yeah, I was going
1: to say, yeah, it looks to be larger. Oh shit. She's wearing green.
2: Yo what the fuck?
1: It's weird that she's not a, not wearing a crown or a tiara or some shit. You represent, girl. You got
2: that status. Might as well fucking flaunt it, right?
1: She's kind of coming into her own, though. I th- I do like how they're handling her character, mm. especially when she she like acknowledges Rainera right here when she sits down. It's like, hi stepdaughter.
2: Right. It's like, oh fuck. Well, that's what, that's what's going to be interesting. Is we've got this built in. Uh, I don't know. We spent five hours with these two characters, and yeah, they're about to switch. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. See how it goes. Love how she's basically on her face, just saying, "Oh, so you are a whore." Okay, got it.
1: Mm-hmm. And also, fuck the king. Those goddamn tapestries. It's fucking tapestry <laughs> hub. <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's the Westeros version of like oh. fucking Pornhub? It's the tapestries, but then you have a servant. Like when you're done with the tapestry, you're like, oh, "It's not working anymore. New one." And they just fucking takes that one down and hangs up a new tapestry of people fucking.
2: No, I feel like I feel like we're, <laughs> I feel like you have a guy who has a cart, and the cart is like no wider than, we'll say, I don't know what, three feet across, right? Okay. So it's it's only like three feet across, but it's like four feet long, okay? <laughs> and the idea is, you you uh you can roll it into any venue mm. and he has like a roller on the side. Oh that's slick. And he just slick. kinda rolls the next tapestry up, you know? That's nice. <laughs> I want, oh, him, to be, I, ice, I you
1: want him to be almost male clerkish, like in the old fucking uh like in exactly. old movies or whatever, old eighties movies, like there's always a male clerk he's pushing the fucking mail cart around. Yep. 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 That kind of thing. But it's porn that's and it's tapestries. On
2: a roll. Exactly. On a roller <laughs> Yeah, are here to view the
1: tapestries. Sorry, I got... Um, my next door neighbor and the neighbor behind us are both doing tree trimming over the last couple of days, so... Okay. Apologize to the listeners for the background noise. Oh.
2: Not hearing anything on this side, dude. So okay, maybe good. We're
1: okay. You see that fucking uh, dwarf playing the drums?
2: Yeah, was I, pretty I was sick. just gonna say... Like oh okay we got uh, we got a lowborn uh, Tyrion type mm mm-hmm. know what happens
1: I really do hope we get mushroom in this Mushroom um I think I mentioned him before but he's a he's one of the court jesters he's a fool and he's one of the sources for the whole dance of the dragons
2: I mean, look at look at that fucking coat, dude. I would wear the fuck out of that. At
1: least he let them keep their fucking helmets off. The Kingsguard? Mm. They'd be roasting it yeah. there. Yeah. Actually, one of them has it. on. He's the fucking... He's the bitch of the Kingsguard. He's the new guy. That's right. <laughs> Sir, can I take it off now?
2: You keep it on... Then you get me another mead, <laughs> you fucking pikey! Wow!
1: What a crossover!
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I fucking hate pikeys. Do you know what Dracoris means?
2: <laughs> How much you don't grow on the pig? <laughs> Two minutes, my lord. <laughs> You said two minutes, four minutes ago.
1: What are you waiting for? The five dragons? You're gonna pay me?
2: Fuck <laughs> off! Uh. Fucking brick top. There's no difference. He's just like, do you know what Nemesis means? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dang, you're still tall. That's a wire reference right there. I like that.
2: So not every HBO series, but a lot of the great ones, you can see a real through line from from like HBO's perspective on you know, strong writing and like an insistence on having adult themes, adult storytelling, but yeah, you know, sometimes you see shades of like the, the shows that came before them. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we saw a lot of that in Thrones. I mean, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's easy to say, like, oh, Corkieri's little finger, you know, but but it's more, like, stylistic, you mm-hmm. know? Exactly. Um, but it's good to see them, you know, on some level, even though I'm sure that, like, regimes have changed at HBO on the corporate level and all that stuff, that still there there is, I don't know, an HBO show, when it's really good, still feels like an HBO show.
0: hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, there's just something about the presentation of it all. Yeah.
2: It's a weird middle ground where it's it doesn't it doesn't quite look like a movie. Mhm. And it doesn't really look like other shows either, but it's just it, it, they they they've sort of carved their own style despite having like kind of very different series over the years yeah 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 it's just kind of good to see them making. Mm-hmm.
1: I love Damon here using the laws against mm. uh, the Royces
2: how did this I guy think when, about that yeah I don't know, I don't know. but I, I, I will admit though when I first saw this guy um I was immediately thinking Starks.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: had a little bit of that feel to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh fucking patty. So weird synchronized dance that everybody seems to know.
2: Yeah, like when were the lessons for this?
1: Mm-hmm. Because if they are, if the lessons are written down, right, attached to a crow's uh, talon Mm. and sent to the different castles, hey, everybody needs to practice this dance for the wedding coming up in fucking a year because it's going to take two months for the fucking crow to find the castle.
2: Right. It's a little diagram on it. It's like Mm -hmm. nine, nine little pictures in order. (laughs) With two feet in numbers, <laughs> <laughs> so this is this. Uh, I don't. I don't want to ask questions. I kind of want to just. I'll just say what I'm thinking right now. So yeah, I guess yeah, his move is maybe I marry, maybe I marry the sister that gets me closer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I can consolidate power by taking what I now own of the veil or have claim to in the veil. Mm-hmm. combine it with this move forward yeah it also
1: gets him into the same house as his aunt yeah the queen who never was that would give him a lot of fucking dragons give yeah. that that's that faction would have a lot of dragons in that case.
2: Granted, uh, likely limited by the uh, technologies of the time. Mm-hmm. But if you wanted to get some good seafood, I feel like this is probably one of the places to do it. Right in uh, King's Landing. I mean, I. Oh, excuse me. I'm sure that there is some in King's Landing. Well, actually, are they in King's Landing now? Yeah hmm So everybody was traveling to King's Landing. Got yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, they I were fucked heading, that up. Yeah, they were headed back. I fucked that up. Okay. I thought that they were going to um uh the uh, Yes. See yeah. Uh
1: Driftmark. Okay. hmm They would have yeah, Driftmarks an island. Pretty sure it's an island. It's mm. uh Jamie, look that up. Um <laughs> But they would have phenomenal seafood. Yeah. Clams and mussels and all kinds of shit.
2: Alaskan king crab. Although here it's probably called, like, I don't know, northern king crab or something.
1: Yeah, around this time, I think the... uh... (laughs) that That dude was into it dude that that was fucking way cooler than Tyrion ever was long hair fucking Slayer type of fucking uh, facial hair long just metal like he was fucking owning that tom tom
2: absolutely (laughs) um so the guy playing the twin Lannisters yeah I knew I recognized him from something, but small little bit part, but he is the douchebag podcaster in the 2018 Halloween movie. Oh, really? Yeah. I think Chad mentioned that,
1: actually, when he uh, was in the commentary. Oh, yeah, yeah. Speaking of the Lannisters, I think around this time, the fucking Greyjoys are just, like, pirating the fuck out of Castle Rock right now. <laughs> and Lannister. Oh, Lord. yeah? Yeah, they're just fucking the Lannisters up. That's awesome. That's all they do, the Greyjoys and the fucking, uh, the Iron Islands. Like, mm-hmm. as pirates, they just fuck with all those coastal towns. <laughs> <laughs> For, like, just centuries, just fucking with them constantly. It's like, all the Greyjoys are at it again.
2: So there was a really cool thing that, um, Netflix did with the Sandman. I think I... I Explain this to you on the binge cast, actually. But they had the season, and then they released an extra episode that was a an- um, like concatenation an- of two animated things. Yeah, yeah. Nice. One of them was animated, one was live action. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it was cool because it was a side story. You know, it was just like they were able to put that episode out and let it be its own thing, and you can you know you can deal with it how you want. Again, another opportunity would be, like... Sure. Song of ...Songvites and Fireworld. It, it just seems like there are so many smaller stories. Maybe not every one of them needs to be ten episodes, season, three seasons, first, a run or something, you know? Maybe just, like, show me three hours of, uh... The Greyjoy's fucking up Casterly Rock yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, you know? <laughs> I actually have the, the, the three
1: graphic novels for the Duncan Egg stories. Oh, really? So I, I actually suggest people... Like, check those out, because they're they're shorter versions. The novellas themselves are awesome, and Mm -hmm. uh, you can find all of those, like, together in a compendium called A Night of the Seven Kingdoms. Um, Mm -hmm. It has some really cool artwork in there, too, and the audiobook is read by the guy who played Viserys, Harry Lloyd, in uh, Game of Thrones, and he does Mm -hmm. a fucking fantastic job. Like, not to the level that Roy Detrice did, but he does do a lot of different voices, which is cool. Um, but those nice. three graphic novels are fucking awesome, dude. Just amazing yeah. fucking artwork. And and the uh, the art, you know, I have that, um, the, uh, and Rhaegar died print in my house. Yes. The giant fucking print. It's, um, by the same artist. He did all the, oh, okay. the cover art and art interior work too. Oh, dude. It was fucking rough. <laughs>
2: I mean, he just loses it. Mm Mm-hmm. Not really much of an explanation as to what the fuck, like, why. Oh, because
1: Leonor's boyfriend, who's fucking dead now, told Chris and Cole, like, hey, we know your secret, you know
2: our secret, we're on on even footing. I get that, but in terms of like the other people in the crowd here, like what fucking justification was there for that, you know? Oh, for everyone to just start fighting? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like in the middle of a crowd, a King's Guard just fucks up the, you know, heir to the thrones or the future heir to the thrones buddy mm-hmm. on a whim? Like, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. True. And he just walks out? Like, I don't know, there's something weird about that. Kind of reeks of we just need this character to get to a certain place before Absolutely. the yeah. starts, you
1: know? Yeah, It's a good point.
2: <laughs> like, n- <laughs> I, I mean, none of the other king's guards stop him? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? He's just allowed to murder somebody before a wedding and, and walk away?
1: He does that every other <laughs> night in Flea Bottom. Just some Very poor, much. fucking hapless motherfucker in the tavern.
2: The other guys are just like, well, I mean, at least it was only one tonight. So I guess. You know, <laughs> hey, look, that's what Christian Cole do. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm Here's what I'll say. Difference from the book is it's not it's rumored that Sir Lenore is gay. Mm. they just came out with it here I guess that's better for the show just so everyone knows where everyone's coming from but and maybe it just adds more conflict and drama to have his lover beaten to death yeah yeah sir uh, Kristen Cole has a famous moniker in the history. He's referred to by a nickname, but it's a spoiler alert. Oh, okay. And there we go. And there we go. Episode 5, The Empire Strikes Back. Doesn't make (laughs) sense. It kind of
2: does.
1: What is this one called? Uh, The Sky's Limit? Something like that? (laughs)
2: We, there is the we light. light the way. We light, we the, light way. the way. There we go.
1: Thank you, everybody, for joining us this week. We're halfway yes, through yes. the season. And uh, like like we said during the commentary, I think, you know, this is it's a pretty goddamn good series so far. I don't really have too many complaints.
2: I, I'm enjoying it, you know, as a passive uh, fan of the whole lore of... Song of Ice and Fire. Um, I don't know. It's delivering for me. Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't really... I haven't really talked to many people watching this outside of diehard, you know, Thrones fans who are just like, oh, it's great, it's back, it's awesome. It's like, yeah, well, okay, you know, it didn't end well, but... I don't know. I've been avoiding diving too deep on the reviews and all the other stuff kind of like you, and, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's... I'm, I'm happy with it through a half season, so hopefully we'll... Uh, Hopefully, we'll, we'll stay that way. Yeah, it's a good hang. It's a good yeah. hang.
1: All right, everybody. We will see you guys next week. Hey, Peace! You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the show by donating on Patreon at Patreon.com slash BingeMedia. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And don't forget... Shut
2: up! I'm waiting.